Welcome to Almost 30 Podcast. This is Krista. This is Lindsay. And we're so glad you're here. So glad you're here. Thanks for being here, y'all. Not sure how you found us, but we're grateful you did. If you're new to the pod, I know this is top of the year. Maybe you are just getting into podcasts. We started this during our transition from our 20s to our 30s, which I guess astrologically is the Saturn return. And it was a really potent, powerful time where we were like, what the hell's going on? And we felt like we should know more. And so like Krista and I were just having these deep conversations and just felt like not only were our conversations healing, but then feeling like, wow, okay, we couldn't be alone. Maybe bringing this to others could make them feel better. So- That's how it was born, baby. That's how it was born, baby. (laughs) And here we are. Hope you guys had a great new year. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm really looking forward to 2021. I'm I'm just setting that intention for some good change and to really integrate a lot of the lessons that we've all definitely learned from 2020. So this week's episode is incredible. I'm really excited about the predictions episodes that we're doing. It's with some of your guys' favorite astrologers and psychics. So we really wanted to give you guys as much information about the energetics and the astrology of 2021 so we can prepare appropriately. Yeah. So we were really lucky to get very special, specific audio for all of you from our favorite astrologers, just basically their perspective on you know a bit of 2020 and just kind of the purpose there, but really focusing on 2021. So these episodes are, you know, for, I've listened through them and I just like left feeling this sense of hope and knowing and groundedness and just like open heartedness. So yeah, just really excited for you to listen. So in this episode, we have Chani Nicholas, Danielle Beinstein, Daniel Page, Jessica Lignadu, and Natalia Benson. I mean, what a lineup. Power pack. Jeez. These are some of the best in the biz. And we are not astrologers. We are not experts in astrology. So we always leave it to the true experts to really share their unique perspective. We'll probably notice some themes among them where people are looking at similar things. But you also have to remember that astrologers work with astrology, which is a science, and then a little bit of intuition. So I'm excited to hear what their intuitive perspective is on everything. Yeah. Before we get into this episode, we wanted to tell you about... Camp Almost 30. We wanted to start the year off right. Um, And so we are gathering in community virtually, bringing together some of our favorite teachers, healers, uh, and experts to ground us, inspire us, make us laugh. And this is going to be happening on January 16th uh, at about 10 a.m. until about 3.30 PM and I cannot wait for you to be there. It's also free. Free, baby. It's free. The lineup is fire. We have Kiki Robinson, who's going to be talking about psychic activation, aligning with higher dimensional realms. We have Sahara Rose talking about discovering your purpose, changing the world. We have Peta Kelly welcoming the new earth activation. We have Doc Jen Fit talking about mobility and movement at home. So staying healthy at home. And then we also have Lindsay and I who are going to be doing a session on actually applying the work that you guys have all been doing. So how do we apply the work when we're doing it so much? We have Ash Johns, who's going to be talking about the spirit and science of ancestral healing. We have Jenna Zoe, who's going to be talking about human design for 5D consciousness. We have Spirit Daughter, who's going to be giving us a deep dive into astrological predictions. And that's just the beginning. There are more people that are going to be announced and this is going to be the best. The best. And we have a special announcement happening at Camp Almost 30. So make sure you're there. Invite your friends. This is going to be a really beautiful Saturday. Um, You can sign up by going to the link in our show notes or almost30.com. Cannot wait to see you there. So Camp Almost 30 is happening. It's going to be a great year. We have really exciting things coming down the pipeline. And we're really grateful for you guys being here. You know, it means a lot to Lindsay and I and our community, the way that you guys show up and it doesn't go past us. So thanks for being a part of Almost 30 Nation. Thanks so much to everyone who joined us for this episode. We appreciate your time and love and and talent and connectedness. And we hope you enjoy this one. So pass it along to friends. It means the world to us when you share this show with people that you love and make sure you subscribe uh, wherever you listen to podcasts so that each episode will be in your inbox. Enjoy and we'll see you on the other side. See you soon. Okay, I need to introduce you to a revolutionary new app, um, Superhuman. 
I have been doing these superhuman activations every single morning for the last three weeks. Let me just tell you, I kind of fell off of my game after I had the baby. Most of my time and energy was going to him still is, but I have been able to carve out time in the morning before I get into the swing with him. And I've been doing these activations. I do a lot of the shorter ones because I don't have a ton of time, but let me just say, this is new. Like this is a new type of audio that, um, are super energizing and really specifically designed to transform you into your future self. So I know a lot of us want to manifest things. I know a lot of us are thinking about planning for the future. Um, but a lot of us feel stuck. And so I've just felt like this has unstuck me in just the most beautiful way. So I've been doing a lot of their pep talks. I've been doing some of their writing activations. Uh, this morning I did the three morning questions. It was a seven minute, really vibey writing activation that I love. So I had my journal out. Um, yesterday I did a pep talk, uh, about tackling procrastination. There's a part of me that procrastinates quite a bit. So I'm just, I love this. I love this. There's going to be an activation for you for this moment, for this day. Uh, It's incredibly supportive. So we actually interviewed Mimi Bouchard, the founder, not too long ago. Check out that interview. Uh, And we have a sample of one of the activations on our feed. So you can check that out as well. It's way easier to implement into your routine and far more effective than any other audio app out there. I've just noticed that I'm doing it much more consistently. So please don't miss out on this crazy deal. They rarely do discounts. On top of the 14-day free trial, get over 60% off your subscription for a limited time only at activation.com slash almost 30. Literally, there is no risk. If you change your mind and forget to cancel after the trial, you're covered by their money back guarantee. The offer is only available through their website, not on the app store. So that's activations.com slash almost 30 for 60% off. It expires soon. Okay. Small daily actions. Ah, They just make a big difference. And I just cannot emphasize this enough. It creates this cascade effect and honestly a snowball effect. (laughs) So one begets the next really great positive small action, but it almost has like a bigger impact as the day, as the week goes on. Um, And I'm just someone who very much believes in this, whether you're like smiling at a stranger, or maybe you wake up a little bit earlier to practice your meditation, or maybe read part of the book that you're loving, uh, or maybe you integrate a healthy habit, like taking a probiotic, which is something that I've been doing for a few years now. I've been taking seeds DSO one daily symbiotic and I love it. And I've just noticed that this is the catalyst at the beginning of the day for a ton of healthy choices that I make. Um, and I've noticed a difference when I don't take it. Um, I forgot on vacation a few months ago and I noticed a difference. I was bloated. I wasn't as regular. I started to get a little breakout on my chin. Things were just going haywire. Um, so I'm just so thankful for seed. If you are someone who wants to support your gut or your skin digestion, your gut barrier integrity, Oh, I recommend seed their DSO-1 daily symbiotic is incredible. What is different about Seed? So Seed's patented capsule and capsule design is so unique. It basically means that the fragile bacteria within the capsule can survive the journey. So from like shipping to your door, to when you put it in your body, all the way through your GI tract, um, all without synthetic or chemical coatings. Um, and this was developed in collaboration with Seed Scientific Board and based on their foundational work in probiotics and the microbiome. They're the best in the space. Um, So I just, I trust them and I've experienced incredible results. So trust your gut with Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash almost and use the code 25almost to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash almost. The code is 25almost. Hi, my name is Chani Nicholas. And I am an astrologer and a writer and a very new app creator. We have just launched 
an astrology app. It's called Chani, C-H-A-N-I. It's available in your app store. It is an app that will help you to explore the meaning of your chart, every single planet, uh, your ascendant. It also gives you one of the most important things that's happening this year. And for folks that are at the end of their 20s and at the beginning of their 30s, uh, it gives you readings on your Saturn return. So one of the big things about 2020 and 2021 is Saturn. Saturn is changing signs. So for those of you that have Saturn in Capricorn, you're at the end of your Saturn return. For those of you that have Saturn in Aquarius, you are at the beginning of your Saturn return. And the Saturn return is a time in life where we grow up. We have to face the limits of our life as we've lived it thus far. And we have to explore those limits. We have to explore our boundaries. And we have to take responsibility for our life and for our growth and for our choices and for our part in every relationship that we're in. It's a really tough corner for some people, for most of us, but it's a really incredibly transformative time in life. And so I invite you to go on the app. You can download it free for three days and see where your Saturn is and see if it's in Capricorn or Aquarius or another sign if you're a little older or a little younger. And just take note of if you're about to start your Saturn return, if you're ending your Saturn return or not. But in terms of 2021 and 2020, because Saturn is changing signs at the end of 2020, the end of 2020 is actually also the end of a 200-year cycle. And so everything, it's like it pulled out all the poisons, it peeled back all the layers, it exposed the rotting infrastructure of our world, it exposed the bones of our culture, of our connections, of our lives, and also of ourselves. So if 2020 has kind of stripped everything away, all of the things that you used to rely on and count on, that just is part of the, well, it's part of what happened this year, but it is very, very connected to what Saturn was doing this year. At the top of the year, Saturn made a conjunction with Pluto, happens about once every 36 years. It's gnarly. It always marks a really hard time, a moment of downturns and challenges and having to go without and a stripping of things that are fun and joyous and expansive. So we knew from the get-go that 2020 was going to be hard. But not only that, we had eclipses in Capricorn and Jupiter and Pluto were also making conjunctions, which is related to very difficult times in terms of plagues and diseases and pandemics on the earth itself. So that was also happening. It's also related to economic downturns and unemployment and restrictions on a kind of financial or level of prosperity. It's it's hard on those levels as well. And then what we have now in December, on December 21st, we have the solstice, which is an incredibly important and potent moment of of renewal. It's when the sun is furthest away from, uh, it's, you know, it's the longest day, longest night and the shortest day. And the sun is, you know, not with us long. And, but from that moment on, the sun starts to be warmer and brighter and come back, you know, minute by day by day, like minutes more each day. So it's a powerful moment to plant intentions for the year. That's really the day you want to plant intentions. The, January 1st is just a man-made year, a man-made date. But December 21st is the actual moment of a kind of renewal in terms of the sun. It's the sun's renewal. But on that day, on December 21st, 2020, Jupiter and Saturn are making a conjunction in a new element for the first time in 200 years. And this marks the dawning of a new era. And what that means for 2021 is that everything that happened in 2020 was about closing out a whole situation, a whole paradigm. And 2021 gives us this new slate. 
does that mean it's going to be easy and utopian and we're all going to come together and sing Kumbaya? Absolutely not. But it does mean that there is this feeling of being refreshed in some way. As I record this in December, the pandemic is raging on. We are not you know, out of this moment, but it feels like a vaccine is close. A, you know, there's things that are, we're going to have a change of, if you're in the United States, we're having a change of leadership. And so there's a feeling of having a restart, having a fresh start. And the planets agree. The planets say, yes, this is, this is, this is what's going on. And it's a big one. It's something that the ancients would watch and and make note of and say, that's the next, you know, this 200 year cycle is over. Then we start this new one. And it was a way in which they recorded certain spans of time, certain eras. So we are finishing one and beginning a new one. And that's important collectively, but it's also important for you personally. And it is really important for you to know where it's happening in your own personal chart. Because it's also for you on a personal level, that kind of potent restart. So wherever Aquarius is in your chart, wherever zero degrees of, degrees of Aquarius is in your chart, and whatever the associations are related to that part of your chart, whatever domain of life that part of your chart rules, it's also getting a renewal. It's also getting a fresh start. If you want, you can look on my website. I've written horoscopes about it. ChaniNicholas.com, C-H-A-N-I-N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S.com. You can also, of course, go on the app and it'll tell you where Saturn and Jupiter are making this conjunction, where Aquarius is in your chart. You can pull up your chart on my website for free. But knowing these things, knowing where this new cycle is occurring in your life is really important because you can help it, you can use it to help you set intentions. To say this is, and when we, a Saturn-Jupiter conjunction is like serious optimism. It's like structured growth. It's like putting down the train tracks and then having the train roll through. Like it is, if you want, you know, a fairy godmother to come visit you, you need to, you know, build out something for it to come and visit. It is a moment for us to take seriously the abundance that we want to create and share in our lives, the abundance that we want to make communal. This is happening in Aquarius. It is about the power of the group and the power of the collective. How can we think beyond the self? How can we take care of ourselves and also think beyond the self? What would be good for the whole? We know that thinking in a self-centered way does nothing but speed up the destruction of the planet and also of our relationships. So this is a moment to say, how can I get structured and serious about the abundance that I want to create and share in my life? I am sending you so much love, so many blessings. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Bye for now. Hi, my name is Danny Weinstein, and I'm a psychological astrologer, and I'm here to tell you a little bit about what I see for 2021. So in order to understand 2021, we really need to understand or start to understand. I think it's going to take decades really to metabolize what this year has brought us. But 2020 saw the... um, saw Jupiter, which takes about 12 years to go around the Zodiac, Saturn, which takes about 28 and a half years to go around the Zodiac, and Pluto, which takes 248 years to go around the Zodiac, all meeting up in the sign of Capricorn. And Capricorn is the sign of the establishment of order, achievement, success, climbing up that mountain, tradition. And so what's really been unfolding is the breakdown of those things between Me Too, Black Lives Matter, um, our own individual awakening. We've really seen that the establishment as it's been, as it's been, isn't working for everyone, right? And so that has really caused us to enter into this new way of being or open up to this new way of being. And from Capricorn, we move into Aquarius. So on December 21st, we have a meetup 
and both Jupiter and Saturn in Aquarius. And this is called the Great Conjunction. And this is really the gateway to 2021 because this is really all about the shift from personal achievement. Um, and again, this established order that has been broken down into this new reality, this new way of being in the world. And Aquarius is all about innovation. It's all about acceptance. It's quite egalitarian in its highest form sees the higher perspective, is open, accepting, understanding, non-judgmental. So Saturn um, and Aquarius, Saturn and Uranus actually both rule Aquarius, they're the co-rulers of Aquarius. But what's especially interesting about 2021 is that we see Saturn squaring Uranus throughout the year. So there's going to be three major squares, February 17th, June 14th and December 24th. And throughout 2021, we really see a matchup of these two energies. So Saturn, like I said, takes 28 and a half years to go around the zodiac. And Saturn is all about responsibility. It's about responsibility. It's about maturation and it's about lessons, karmic lessons where we need to adult grow up. Uranus is all about innovation and disruption. And it's really liberation and growth, but from a seemingly, um, it can feel a little bit like chaos or it can feel a little bit discordant because it can be uh, very electric, very fast. So Saturn is going to be in Aquarius and Uranus, which has been in Taurus since 2019 and will remain there until 2026, is going to be in Taurus. And Taurus is the sign that really governs everything in the material world. So we think about farming, our food sources, if we think about beauty, if we think about the financial industry, all of these things have been undergoing a disruption, right? In the beauty industry, for example, um, innovating and you know, thinking more about beauty standards and the ways in which we've held ourselves back and being more innovative and open to always um, that beauty reveals itself, right? Both inside and out. If we look about farming and the environment, we've seen um, a greater push to to ensure the environment's future. And then the financial markets have been a bit volatile. So that will continue. And what Saturn, the Saturn-Uranus square does is it really, it corners us into innovating and it corners us into thinking about um, the collective and how we are part of the larger human family. And so with that is uh, you know, expansion in our own consciousness. And so what I really see for 2021 is this, you know, disruption, continued disruption as we continue to create the world from a different place inside of ourselves in terms of how we connect and consider our larger human family and the environment. And then how that plays out in our own individual expression in the world, a greater, um, a greater willingness to show our authentic selves and to really um, express ourselves. So with that, we also have a series of eclipses. Every year we have eclipses and eclipses are related to the nodes and to our destiny and to um, our own unfolding, both as individuals and in the collective again. So we've been coming, we've just come out of these Cancer and Capricorn eclipses, which extended from July of 2018 to July of 2020. And now we're right in the middle of the, uh, the Gemini Sagittarius eclipses, which one occurred on November 30th, one is occurring on December 14th. And then next year we have a lunar eclipse on May 26th in Sagittarius, a Gemini solar eclipse in, on June 10th, and then a solar eclipse on December 3rd. In Sagittarius, we also have a November 19th, uh, lunar eclipse in Taurus, and that will start to bring in the 2022 eclipse energy in Scorpio and in Taurus. But for this year, the focus with Gemini and Sagittarius is really the stories that we tell, finding our voice, the way that we perceive information, the way that we share information, the stories that we tell. So the other thing about Gemini and Sagittarius is that they're mutable signs. So they're all about adaptability and change. And with the 
with the node, with the North Node being in Gemini and us moving into Gemini themes, it's all about seeing things from multiple angles and multiple perspectives. So again, we have this, we have this movement into change and into adaptability. And so what I really see for 2021 is that we've entered into a new landscape. We've entered into a new territory and it's really our willingness to move with the time. So the more stuck we are in the past, the more stuck we are in, no, this is the way that things are supposed to be, um, the harder of a time that we will have. So we have to work with what is and continue to push the needle forward and continue to be open. The other thing is that Aquarius rules technology, Uranus rules technology. And so we're going to be seeing, and then again, with the Gemini Sagittarius eclipses, the spread of information. This has obviously been a really big theme. But what we really see um, in 2021 is how we engage with technology on a personal level and a collective level. So those themes we've already seen, we've seen the beginning of that, of course, at the beginning of the pandemic, we all moved online. And so during the beginning of the pandemic is when Saturn was briefly in Aquarius before backtracking back into Capricorn over the summer. So we're starting um, to really, really question and look at how we engage with technology, how we um, how we put our voice out there, how we communicate with others, um, and how we listen. So those are really the primary themes that I see. Um, if you're interested in more, you can find me on Instagram at Danny Beinstein, and then at my website, DanielleBeinstein.com. And I have an online group uh, called Cosmic Compass, which details all of this. And then as well, in addition to that, uh, I also do one-on-one readings. So sending you all love for the new year and for all the growth that's ahead. Ooh, y'all, I am wearing my shorts and my skirts and my dresses and my legs are out and I'm just so excited about it because I have my Osea Andaria Algae Body Oil and it is keeping me glowing. <laughs> it's making my legs and my arms look just so fresh so alive, to be honest, and so young. Um, I love this product. It is from Osea Malibu. They just know what they're doing over there. They've been doing it for over 28 years. Skincare is their jam. It's clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and is clinically proven, okay? It's infused with seaweed, which is the star of the show here, and I just love the products. They really work. So the body oil is so rich, but it's never greasy, Okay, and it's clinically proven to improve skin elasticity immediately. It's visibly firming your skin and makes the skin feel more sculpted and toned, which we love. It's so amazing. Overnight, you can do this during the day or overnight. I do it overnight, but I love the Andaria Algae Body Butter because I would just wake up so insanely moisturized. It's indulgent and it's really great for crepey skin. I'll put it on my knees and my elbows and anywhere that's like kind of dry. It's clinically proven to hydrate for 72 hours. It just transforms the skin. You're going to be obsessed. And then finally, the anti aging body balm. Yo, I mean, hello silky lotion serum. It just melts into my skin. I feel like it lifts and tightens and tones all over. I'm obsessed. Perfect for summer, baby. So glow from the inside out with clean vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code A30POD at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order. They're so good about that. And free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use the code a 30pod a 30pod for 10% off okay this app has been with me through seasons of wanting to prevent pregnancy and also get pregnant the app is natural cycles it is a leading women's health company that they created the world's first fda cleared birth control app so the app's algorithm uses hormone driven changes in body temperature to let users know when they're fertile and not fertile it is so easy y'all every single morning i wake up I have the uh, thermometer on my bedside table and then I take my temperature. I input the temperature into the app and boom, there you 
go. Um, it is 93% effective with typical use and 98% effective with perfect use. It's pretty incredible. Um, I know a lot of people are just thinking about their birth control. Uh, A lot of people are going off hormonal birth control. This is an incredible, incredible option for you. I've been using it for a couple years now. Um, and again, it is so easy. So the algorithm uses the body temperature to determine where a user is at in their cycle. The more they measure, the more data it will have. Um, And if you have an aura ring, by the way, it syncs with your aura ring and it'll take your temperature automatically. Pretty cool. You can trust natural cycles for the past 10 years. They have been setting the precedent for non-hormonal and non-invasive birth control without sacrificing effectiveness. They were the first to introduce a birth control app, the first to receive FDA clearance as a birth control app, and the first birth control app to integrate with that wearable device, the aura ring. They're the best. I'm excited for you all. Listen. As our listener, you are going to get a discount plus a free thermometer gravy. Use code almost30 at naturalcycles.com to get 15% off an annual subscription plus a free thermometer. That's naturalcycles.com. You're going to use the code almost30 to get 15% off an annual membership and a free thermometer. Hi, everyone. My name is Danielle Page, and I am an intuitive astrologer and spiritual teacher. And I hope you remember who you truly are before the programming and the limited beliefs and the societal conditioning kicked in. So I welcome you back home to your soul. Thank you so much, Lindsay and Krista, for having me on. And I'm going to share with you some 2021 astrological insights. Clearly, there is a lot going on, um, but I'm going to give you the key overview. So first of all, there are some key themes, and I would say... The biggest word that I can use is quick movement and change for 2021. In 2020, you know, we didn't really see this coming unless you watched my astrological report, (laughs) but we didn't know this really to this degree. So it was shocking and it was confusing. I would say 2021 moves very quickly, and it's also going to be sudden changes that we can't always plan for. Now, don't always assume that's a negative thing because we are shifting consciousness and we're growing. And so a lot of the old structures need to fall down. And that's really what 2020 was about or is about is tearing down these old structures. So there is a lot of air energy moving through 2021 and air is quick. It's change. It's curiosity. It's um, very social. It could be detached, indecisive, restless, analytical, abstract. And so when this happens, we truly have to remember that there's going to be a lot of moving parts going on. So moving on, we're actually coming off the great conjunction that happens um, December 21st of 2020. And that actually moves us and carries us into 2021. So that's between Jupiter and Saturn at zero degrees in Aquarius. And that also happens on the solstice. So again, that, that's in 2020, but that's setting the stage for 2021. And that's really about restructuring the global economy. Now, there is a shadow side and a higher octave of everything. And you know the higher octave is moving into a future that is more collaborative, moving into a future that's more inclusive. And then the shadow side of this is very um, Orwellian, right? It's very bringing us more control and and taking our freedoms away, okay? So we're going to see a fluctuation between all of that. Um, And it really depends on what we do as a society and how we move through. So the next thing, I want to give you the backdrop for 2021. We have three Mercury retrograde cycles. And now if you know my work, I don't always say that these are the most important, but why I'm bringing it up right now is because these three Mercury retrograde cycles are all in air. And again, we have that theme of air. And so when you see something over and over again, you need to pay attention. So the first one is around January 31st, depending on where you are in the world, in Aquarius. The second one is around May 30th, and that's in Gemini. And the third one is September 27th, around then, in Libra. Okay, so again, we have Mercury retrograde is a time for us to redo and to look at our patterns. So we're really having to look at 
what are we speaking? What are we saying? How are we thinking? Are we using our logical? Are we being critical about this? Right? Um, you know, Eric can be very connected to science, but what is the science? Is it actually valid, right? Or is it being backed by something else? So we're going to have to look at that. Now, the other layer of this is the eclipses. So around every six months, we have eclipses and they are game changers for our soul. They move us on a path where we could have been going right for 20 years and then all of a sudden we go left or vice versa. And that's what eclipses do. So they upgrade the collective. So we're having another round. May 26th, we have a lunar eclipse at five degrees of Sagittarius. Then June 10th at 19 degrees of Gemini, that's a solar eclipse. So that is going to be a first round. So watch for activity around those dates. And I always like to say it starts about a month before. So um, around April 25th, 26th, we're going to start really moving into that eclipse season. Then the last round is November 19th. We have a lunar eclipse at Taurus, 27 degrees. And December 4th, solar eclipse at 12 degrees of Sagittarius. Now, again, um, this is going to be extra special, extra activity around this time. It always is. So you can always mark these on your calendar and know that things are going to be heightened. And we're actually, that November 19th, we're having an eclipse. We're starting a new series in Taurus. So that's going to actually bring us some grounding energy that we need because all this air and Taurus is earth sign. So it's bringing us down into really earth and making things practical. Now, two other things I want to talk about here. The main theme for 2021 or the main aspect, I should say, is that Saturn making a square with Uranus. Okay. So Saturn is going to be in Aquarius and Uranus is in Taurus. Now, they're going to be making three exact squares. I'm going to give you dates in case you want to write this down. And again, it depends on where you are in the world, but these are rough dates. The first one is February 16th, then June 13th, and then December 24th. Now, this is a lot, you know, Saturn rules restriction, authority, and Uranus is unexpected shakeups. And also because Uranus is in Taurus, it's also financial changes and um, financial we'll just call it financial changes. Um, Taurus also rules food. So this can be a change in our food system as well. Now, um, we are clearly moving to a cashless society, whether we like it or not. So we're going to probably see some themes coming up around this, around cashless society, new economic world order, and also rules. So Uranus is shock and we can never predict, but Saturn wants structure. So it's going to be the structures are literally getting shaken up. And we had Saturn and Pluto together in 2021, and that was this massive unearthing of all the dark stuff. Uranus is different. Uranus is like an earthquake. You don't know when it's coming in, but when it comes in, it shakes you up and then it leaves and you're like, what? oh my gosh, all my glasses broke and now I have to fix the chimney, right? So because it shakes things up, it pushes us on a different path. So that's going to be very, very interesting. Now, the one of the last things I want to say is this is really promising and really beautiful. Jupiter um, moves, so it moves into Aquarius in December of 2020, and then it will be moving through Aquarius until about May 14th, roughly, and then it moves into Pisces. Now, this is really beautiful because Jupiter is about abundance and growth and wealth, and Pisces is all about this oneness. So Jupiter and Pisces is going to really bring us more faith and more intuition and more compassion and the fact that we are one and we are in this together, even if there's people that we don't get along with or we feel like we're in different worlds or different dimensions, we are actually all connected to the web of the universe together. So I believe that's going to bring um, some beauty with that. Now, we're going to get a taste of that from around May 14th until around um, July 29th. And then from July 29th to December 30th, it moves back into Aquarius. And then from December 30th on into 2022, it then moves back into Pisces where it's going to remain and not go back into Aquarius. So that is actually, we're getting a teaser for it from May to July. And I think we're really going to like this energy. It's going to be very needed by the time it comes around. So with all that being said, there's obviously so many things that are happening, but those are the key elements. 
And I want to remind you of two things. One, Saturn moving in Aquarius is really beautiful. And the last time Saturn was in Aquarius was during Martin Luther King. And we saw the social change um, that that, um, happened and what he did for the world. And so I want you to remember that this is about resistance. This is about changing the social structure and bringing it in so that we are more united and we are more inclusive and we are more connected as a community because Aquarius is all about community. So if I could throw one last thing in, we're going to see a lot more online community and in-person community because that's very important for Aquarius. So lastly, I will leave you with this reminder that I tell everyone, especially because there's so much air in the chart right now or in um, the forecast for 2021, remember to ground and move into your heart because when we're in our heart that has an electromagnetic shield stronger than our brain, that is when we can attract opportunities, excuse me, to us and also shift the collective because it all goes back to our heart. So that's something we're really gonna have to remember is to come back to our hearts because we're gonna be in our heads a lot. And there's going to be a lot of, you know, wanting futuristic inventions and that some are going to be beautiful for us. And then some are going to be very dangerous for us, right? If we can get too carried away with mixing technology and our human body, right? So we're going to have to find the balance in our heart. So thank you so much for this. And you can find me on Instagram at I am Danielle Page, P-A-I-G-E. And um, the link in my bio has all the information or my website at daniellepage.com. Thank you. Hi, I'm Jessica Lignato. I'm an astrologer and psychic medium. I'm the host of the podcast called Ghost of a Podcast that drops twice weekly, and you really should be listening to it. You can also read my book, Astrology for Real Relationships. It is really your one-stop shop for all kinds of relationship issues. And you can follow me on social or on Patreon where I drop hella extras. I'm going to talk to you about 2021. And from my astrological viewpoint, there's a lot to say. But before I get into the astrology of it, I want to really center you into what I like to call common sense. The common sense approach to 2021 is that it is not actually that different than 2020. In other words, Our problems and issues, both personally and societally, do not magically disappear because the calendar year changes. What's important to make some measure of peace with is everywhere you go, there you are. All of the issues that have been engaging you in 2020, the ways that they've hit you, the ways that you've coped with them are not. They're all going to be waiting for you in 2021. And the same thing goes for what's happening socially, politically, and environmentally. What 2021 offers is a lot of tension, unfortunately. First, we start off with the great conjunction happening at the end of 2020 on the 21st of December. And this will set the stage for major social and political developments that will shape our world. Now, connected to this is very much the theme of how you do what you do, what motivates you. When we act out of a scarcity mindset, we often act defensively. When we act from a place of abundance, but it's more theoretical and not integrated, again, we can act without consideration or defensively. The key is to get clear at the end of 2020 about what it is you're doing and why, what it is you're avoiding and why. And this will follow us through all of 2021 because throughout the year, we have a Saturn square to Uranus. Now, this transit is a really important one and it will, as I said, follow us through the whole damn year. It will be exact or be at kind of peak points on February 17th, June 14th, and Christmas Eve, 1224 of 2021. What this transit does is a lot. Saturn governs our sense of responsibility, predictability, and structure. It's what we owe to others, whether that's at work or on a larger scale, what we owe as community members in a society, right? 
Saturn governs rules and regulations, and unfortunately can be associated with depression. Uranus, on the other hand, is freedom. It's liberation and rebellion. Uranus is related to our sense of being alive and the actions and attitudes that we adopt that reflect our individualism. That feeling that I am alive, I am here, I have needs is very Uranian, especially in the context of society. When we have Saturn and Uranus forming a square to each other, what we have is a tension between what we owe and what we want, the tried and true and the new, innovative and progressive. The planet Saturn's energies are conservative by nature. Uranus, on the other hand, is radical and free-thinking and forward-moving. This can look like progress being stilted or fragmented. It can look like sudden bursts of insight or movement and forward movement at that. Uranus never moves backwards. We can expect a lot of starts and stops, both socially and personally, to our development. And what that will do is trigger frustration. Saturn squared and Uranus can be very frustrating. So here's a pro tip. How you cope with, how you engage with, how you respond to frustration is the key. It's what you're meant to be focused on. It's what you're meant to be learning. It's not, oh snap, how do I get around that? It's, that's the work. How I deal with frustration is the work. And in the context of a global pandemic, which we absolutely can expect to be coloring our whole year of 2021, it's not going anywhere. This is a really important thing to consider. The economic impact is important. We can also expect major struggles to be consistent around white supremacy in the United States and how we can struggle against it and fight it. This year, we may see gains around major social issues, but those gains are going to be, like I said, incremental. They're not going to be swift and total. We want to be able to maintain our patience and our passion. And I mean this in regards to a lot of issues. Now, that said, we got to pay attention to what's happening early in the year. There will be some pretty explosive energy occurring on January 20th, so on and around January 20th. This may have major social and political implications, but on a personal level, what you can expect is to feel angry. And if you're a person who doesn't know how to feel angry, if you tend to evade or avoid or project out your anger, you may be feeling really shut down, exhausted, or frightened. The key is to take responsibility and harness your agency around how you engage. You may have to stand up for something important. You may need to act in a way that is defensive. So in other words, taking care of yourself. And these things are okay. They're a part of life. What you want to make sure of is that you do this in a way that reflects your integrity and that you don't let a situation turn you into something that you don't want to be. Now, finally, I want to name that this year, Jupiter will be in the sign of Aquarius. This can be really wonderful for progressive gains in social issues. It can also help us to innovate and come up with new ideas and strategies for how to address the kind of more baseline stuff in our lives, like how we manage our finances and how we organize our lives. Things have changed so much in the context of COVID-19 that we are likely to have to really reinvent or restructure our lives to continue to adjust to that. However, from May 13th until July 28th, the planet Jupiter will be in Pisces, and then it'll go back into Aquarius for a minute, and then in December of 2021, it'll fall back into Pisces, where it'll stay in 2022. Jupiter and Pisces can go one of a couple ways. In the context of spread of an infectious disease, it could be really problematic. So you want to make sure that you're not taking unnecessary risks in those periods. The other thing that this transit can indicate is an increase in empathy, an increase in compassion, a willingness to look beyond borders and nationalism and party affiliation to have a greater sense of connection or interconnection with all people 
and all things. This can be a time where our spiritual development accelerates. And it's not just you and it's not just me. It's all of us. Jupiter in Pisces is a beautiful transit that will help us if we let it to orient our actions, to be more empathetic and considerate, both of others and ourselves. If you'd like to connect with me further, learn more about astrology, please listen to my twice weekly podcast, Ghost of a Podcast, and join me over at Patreon, where I teach all manner of astrology and tarot and do live streams, answering your questions and chatting with you, you know, as we do. There's so much in life you cannot control. What you can control is the way in which you show up. Choose your responses. I am juggling quite a bit lately. I have a new baby, um, six months in, and uh, we are finishing our book and running a business and a marriage and a house. And um, it's just a lot, but everything is all good and just my dream, but it's a lot. But I have found that if my health routine is on point, then everything runs smoothly. And one huge piece of that routine is my supplementation. And Symbiotica has just always been a constant in my routine. Uh, If you haven't heard of Symbiotica, they're a health and wellness company that does everything with intention. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Like I know them. (laughs) Shervine has been on the podcast many times. I just have seen how passionate, how incredibly intelligent, how dedicated he is to creating products um, that are clean, plant-based, without toxic or harmful chemicals, which we need more of that in the world. Um, So let me just run you through what I'm taking. Um, I take the vitamin D3 K2. It's the liposomal form. I just squirt 12 little pumps in my mouth every single morning. I also take their B12. Um, I'm also obsessed with the liposomal vitamin C. I have these little packets whether it's winter or whatever season, it's obviously great for immunity, but it also um, is amazing because it has biotin, one of nature's most beautifying ingredients. Uh, So I've seen an improvement in my skin, hair, and nail growth as well. I do have mom brain, um, but I'm doing my best to just support my brain health in any way. So for brain health, focus and memory, I really love taking their liposomal magnesium L3 and 8. Um, it's an innovative form of magnesium that is able to cross the blood brain barrier. It supports brain health, mood, immune system function, and overall well-being. It's incredible and tastes amazing. It's like this yummy vanilla cream flavor. That's the thing with uh, Symbiotica products. They taste unbelievable. So it really makes taking all of these supplements so easy, so yummy. And I actually look forward to it. So if you want to give Symbiotica a try, there is no better time. Right now is the time. Symbiotica.com, C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A. Use our code almost 30, 20% off site-wide. So major. And then when you bundle and subscribe, which I highly recommend because you never want to run out of anything, uh, you're going to get an extra discount. So just do it up. Symbiotica.com and use the code almost 30 for 20% off site-wide. This wisely. Hello, loves. My name is Natalia Benson. Thank you so much, Almost 30, for having me. I am a women's empowerment coach and an astrologer, and I like to refer to myself as a mystic. I absolutely love to utilize the tool of astrology for self-awareness, self-compassion, and compassion and empowerment. When we know how to do that for ourselves, um, I feel like it's a natural thing that we want to share it. So I'm going to go ahead and walk you guys through just a couple of things that I'm seeing for 2021 and some of the major shifts and the differences between 2020 and 2021. So first things first, something that I find quite exciting, um, just so you guys know, over the past couple of years, we have essentially been having this dance with a planet called Pluto. And I'm sure many of you are familiar. Um, It could be argued and speculated that much of the reason 2020 was the way that it was, is very simply because Pluto is this energy of 
transformation, um, revealing what is hidden, and that's not always pretty, and just an overall deep like death and renewal. Um, but we all, you know, as humans, we're afraid of the death process very often. It's something completely unknown. And Pluto doesn't necessarily represent actual physical death, but more so the death of the ego. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with the ego, but when the ego runs the show, um, there is, that's an imbalance. And so I believe that the universe seeks to exist in a balanced, harmonic state. And we have been out of balance for so long. So the last couple of years in 2020 in specifics, um, this was with, with all of this energy making conjunction to Pluto in Capricorn, which is like this tried and true energy what has been is what will be systems, authority. Um, these are some of the shadow expressions of Capricorn, um, especially any sign that Pluto is traveling through. It's definitely going to bring out the shadow, but also for the sake of empowerment so that because you can't think about your own life, you cannot change what you're not aware of. And so Pluto, and Pluto is going to be in Capricorn for another couple of years, but we're getting to the later degrees and anytime a planet is getting to the later degrees of a sign, this is the same with your Saturn return. Um, it doesn't feel so foreign. And so what's beautiful and what I'm excited about, I have a moon in Sagittarius, so I am a perpetual optimist and I really like to see what can be and what are the possibilities because I think that when we exist from a place of inspiration and hope, it helps us to be creative. And that's going to be a lot of these outer planets moving into Aquarius. I'm going to talk about that for a second. But essentially, as we start to break up this dance with Pluto and kind of get away from this very heavy Pluto and Capricorn focus and we start to move into more of an Aquarian focus. Now here's the thing. Aquarius has this essence of humanity, innovation, and evolution, but there's also the energy of anarchy, of like the the people, like power to the people. And if that is not well led or coming from, because the thing with Aquarius is that Aquarius is about progress. And like, I'm sure many of you have heard about the Aquarian age. So it is being talked about that at the great conjunction on 1221-20, which was essentially when Jupiter and Saturn made an exact conjunction in Aquarius, that, that has been talked about as like the true dawn of the Aquarian age. And here's the thing. The Aquarian ideals, I believe that these are things that we have a process to get to. And this year will definitely be perhaps some of the growing pains of opening up and welcoming this energy. As I said, over the last couple of years, there has been more of a concentration, even with the nodes. We had this like very Cancer and Capricorn kind of uh, focus. So again, there was a lot of energy in Capricorn, but now moving into 2021, we actually will continue to have the nodes. Um, and I'll say what those are in just a second in the, the North node in Gemini and then the South node in Sagittarius. And essentially what is very, again, I'll say this a couple of times. So what is beautiful is that we're breaking up some of this Capricornian energy. These big, powerful outer planets are moving away from this Pluto in Capricorn. And what can open up here is that we start to witness, you know, humanity, like the focus on people. Um, Aquarius is about progress. It's about how can we move things forward? And not to say this will be an easy or effortless process, but what is very powerful is that as we start to focus on the ideals of Aquarius, so some of the, the, be the very beautiful ideals of Aquarius 
is how do we come together? How do we support one another? How do we stop solely thinking about ourselves? Chiron will be moving through Aries until the late 2020, uh, probably late 2027. And so we have, again, this concentration over the next, really over the next decade, where we will be focusing on healing also at the individual level. Um, I think there's been a focus for so long and over thousands of years where the individual and what is best for all has not been considered. And as we move into as we move into 2021, there will be more opportunities to heal and explore as well as spiritually evolve. A big thing throughout 2021 and beyond is that we have Neptune in Pisces. And what also really is beautiful about Neptune in Pisces is that it is, and again, that moon and Sag of mine, I like to look at the positive and empowering, but with with Neptune in, in Pisces, it is really this exploration of empathy, exploration of the instinct and intuition. I mean, look even how the realm of wellness and spirituality and the, and the peak interest of these, these teachings and these ideas that have been around in various cultures for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. But on mass, we're starting to see that people don't want to suffer anymore. They want to find a way to live with more depth and to feel, to feel something. And this also has much to do with the divine feminine awakening on this planet. And that's something even beyond astrology, but just something very simply that is occurring and is very needed. Because again, as I mentioned at the beginning, there's been so much imbalance. And as we move into the year and this will be, I'll start to wrap this up, but just a couple things to keep an eye on is first and foremost, the eclipse seasons, which are really powerful opportunities for deep growth. I like to focus on the individual because as the individual shifts, the collective can shift. Um, We don't change things solely from the outside. We also must alchemize and change within ourselves first. And the eclipse seasons will begin. There's one um, May to June, as well as one November to December. And with these key, and you guys will hear all about it. I'm sure you're all into astrology. And when these come up throughout the year, these two times of the year, these will be powerful opportunities to spiritually evolve and shift, to learn what we don't know, to express and communicate ourselves at a deeper level. And another very big aspect that I believe will really have a powerful expression um, in the collective is we will be having Saturn square Uranus, which I believe will also bring up much of what 2020 has unearthed. And so there will be some very powerful opportunities to progress, but it will not be easy because squares, squares in astrology, I believe that squares create greatness, but in the interim, they're very hard to reconcile. And Saturn is the natural ruler of Capricorn, the modern day ruler Capricorn. And Uranus is the modern day ruler of Aquarius. So again, you guys have heard me talk about kind of this Capricorn shift into this Aquarius shift this year. And then we get two opportunities, June 14th. And and this won't so much be a singular moment, but these might be the culminations. So June 14th, as well as December 24th. So towards the end of 2021, we will have these very powerful squares, which I think will echo much of what we unearthed and what we began to explore in 2020 and what can help us set a new foundation and a new chapter, one in which evolves us. And all the while, the last thing that I'll say before I sign off is just to take good care of your soul, find ways to connect with people who you you feel a resonance with and know that you're not alone. We don't know exactly when this pandemic will come to a close. Um, But all of the while, 
make sure that you're taking good care. I really believe, and this is just something, a lens I see the world from, I believe it's so important that we begin to spiritually integrate. It's what's going to help us be creative with not only the issues in our own lives, but also the issues at hand in the collective and how we can stop solely caring about you know, our get ahead or, you know, kind of the things we've been socialized to believe is important and actually remember that we are in this together and that we can serve and love and empower one another. And I'm very excited to see how this all unfolds. So I'm sending you guys so much love. If you'd like to keep up with me, I'm just at Natalia underscore Benson on Instagram. And I really look forward to being in touch with you. My website also is just nataliabenson.com. And thank you again, Almost 30. This has been great. Thank you. Wow. Thank you so much, Chani Nicholas, Danielle Beinstein, Danielle Page, Jessica Lignadu, and Natalia Henson. You can find out more about each of these incredible women in our show notes and on our website. Whew, I'm feeling good. I know. And if you're interested in more, come to Camp Almost 30 this weekend. It's a free day festival pretty much, but it is Camp <laughs> Almost 30. We're going to be talking about topics like astrology, manifestation, all of the good things, and it's free. Saturday from 10 to 2.30 p.m., on the 16th. Yeah, you can find out more on almost30.com. We really just wanted to kick off this year right with all of you. We also have a special announcement during that event. So definitely come and bring your friends and share this episode with a friend. By the way, I think this particular type of episode where there's just so much like hope and insight is just a beautiful way to connect with someone, you know, who's like-minded. So thank you again for your support. Let's kick off this year, right? We love you and we will see you on the next one. We'll see you soon.